chapter 6, verse 21. Happy are you who hunger now, because you will be satisfied. Happy are you who weep now, because you will laugh. You can play the video.
just witnessed a community grieving. And this wasn't some make-believe scene. The actor who played Mr. Cooper really did pass away. And this is how Sesame Street handled it. They didn't recast the character and pretend like nothing had changed. They didn't just say that Mr. Hooper moved someplace else. They told the truth. Mr. Hooper had died. And that made Big Bird and his friends sad because they loved Mr. Hooper. The whole nation 
loved Mr. Hooper. And the Sesame Street directors allowed everyone to grieve together. They made the decision to talk about grief on a children's program. And they did it because they loved Mr. Hooper. They grieved because they loved. Friends, the only way to avoid grief in this lifetime is to avoid love. And I'm not sure that's really a life worth living. And I think that's true for anybody, regardless of beliefs. But for those of us who are committed toward following Jesus, it's just not possible to live a life without love, without love of God, without letting God love us, without love of neighbor. It's just not possible to follow Jesus and not love people. <laughs> so since we are commanded to love as followers of Jesus, that makes grief part of how we live out our faith. When we are choosing to live a life of love, we're also choosing to grieve when that love is lost. Because loss is inevitable. We can choose to live without love. But we can't choose to live without loss. Friends, will you please pray with me and for me? Holy Spirit, you are here. Holy Spirit, speak to us as a faith community and speak the word that each of us individually needs to hear. Holy Spirit, may all that I say point us toward greater union and intimacy with you, the lover of our souls. Amen. So a little more than one year ago today, um, there was a new Marvel Studios TV show that appeared on the streaming platform Disney+. It was their first Marvel show called WandaVision. And this series was essentially about the relationship between two different characters, Wanda and another called Vision. And the entire series is about how, is really centered on how Wanda deals with grief. Her grief of losing her parents when she was a young child her grief of losing her brother as a young adult, and also what we see in the series is her grief of losing the person, the being she loved, Vision. And in this scene that's kind of like a flashback, um, you see Wanda and Vision talking about the grief of losing her brother. 
And in this moment, Vision, who is a kind of half-being, half, if you will, a robot type of thing, who doesn't totally understand the human experience, but he has this profound reflection where he says, what is free if not love persevering? What is grief, if not love persevering? He's acknowledging the fact that you don't just forget about somebody when they're gone. When we have loved somebody, they're still a part of us. And as we continue to love somebody, even when they are gone, Friends, that is how we faithfully grieve. Grief expert Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who is no longer with us, but is um, the one who kind of first discerned and discovered the classic five stages of grief. And she wonders if we can really be fully living if we don't grieve our losses. Friends, grief gives us this strange um, message that's hard for us to understand. And it's that if we walk toward our pain, walk toward our grief, that it's okay to do that. And it's faithful to do that. And now that's not our human nature. We're taught in most circumstances to avoid the pain, don't go near it. And in a lot of situations, especially when we're young children, that's appropriate. <laughs> but with grief, we walk toward it. Like it's this temporary house guest. Um, that's the um, illustration that Kubler-Ross gives. A temporary house guest that we give space for and that once this temporary house guest has served its purpose, it'll leave. And if we really interact with the house guest while it's there, that's what allows it to leave. Walking toward the grief, kind of having a relationship with our grief, letting the grief do the work it needs to, that's what allows the grief to pass through. Grief can be a friend who widens our heart, expands our life, can even, in some circumstances, give us a new purpose. And this is an image um, that I saw on Facebook a few weeks ago. Now, it might be hard to read those words in the circle for uh, those of you here. So I'm just going to read them. And they say, on the top row there, it says, People think that grief slowly gets smaller with time. Then in the second line, it says, In reality, grief stays the same size. But slowly life begins to grow bigger around it.
Grief has the ability, the potential, to expand our hearts, to grow ourselves, grow our souls, if we allow it in, if we walk toward it. Now, walking toward grief, allowing that temporary house guest in, that's not a pain-free experience. Pain is still going to be there. And I think what this image shows is that pain will always be present to some degree. But the pain isn't going to overtake us if we walk toward it. Our life will no longer be filled with pain if we have the courage with others to walk toward the grief. This was almost probably 17 years ago, so it was when I was in my freshman year of college. Um, an organization I was part of uh, made some Valentine cards for kids um, or patients, and I was dropping them off at the uh, local hospital on campus. And I vividly remember walking into that hospital, and I froze. Because that smell of the hospital, you know what I'm talking about, hospitals kind of have this distinct, just aroma, I don't know how to describe it. I froze because I suddenly realized that was my first time in a hospital since I lost my dad in a hospital. That smell just stopped me in my track. And suddenly I was that 14-year-old kid again who just had someone come out and tell me that my dad was gone. Now I got the cards delivered, but that experience and reliving that moment has stayed with me. And now today, it's interesting, because um, if you think about it, you can't really be a pastor and expect to avoid hospital visits. I'm going to be honest, when I became the official pastor so, of a church um, almost seven years ago, I was a little concerned about this part of ministry for the reasons I just described. But now I've been able to welcome that smell of the hospital whenever I walk in. Because I know it's not just a place of death, but of healing. I lost my dad. That pain and grief is always going to be there. But the grief doesn't control me either. Because I've recognized that walking toward the grief, it allows us to be present with people who need to know that they're not alone. So friends, please hear this. It is faithful to sit with pain and acknowledge it. 
When we go to a funeral, we can't avoid or deny the reality of death. And we can't deny the pain that we're in at that moment. It's a reality of our human condition, our human journey. And as people of faith, we can recognize that God still speaks in the midst of this painful part of our humanity. And the appropriate, the even faithful response to any type of loss is to grieve. It is faithful to grieve. We see this time and time again with like some of the what we would call giants of faith in our Bible. Mary, Martha, David, Job, Joseph, the Apostle Peter, even Jesus himself. All of these individuals allowed themselves to grieve. Because when we don't grieve, and however we grieve can look differently. I'm not just talking about having like cry fest or tear fest. That works for some people. For some people, that's not how it goes. And that's okay. But we all need to grieve in our own way. Because if not, we can't fully heal. And ironically, grief teaches us how to live a fuller life. Doesn't mean that there aren't some scars or lasting marks that come with it. But amidst those scars, God builds something new that can bring us toward even a deeper ability to experience grace. And friends, the good news that Sesame Street and WandaVision both miss is that we're going to see our loved ones again. We don't grieve without hope. We believe we'll get to see our loved ones again. And for an even better adventure than we had the first time. We grieve because of the temporary lost love. But we can also grieve with hope. And friends, we're about to sing the hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. Now this is a, one of those old time hymns and the lyricist um, was a na man named Horatio Spafford. O old time name, right? Well, the story of Mr. Spafford is that he lost one of his sons to scarlet fever. And then, right after that, he lost a lot of his livelihood in what was called the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. So his family and the four remaining daughters and his wife were going through some stuff. And he said, we need to get away for a while. So he sent his wife and daughters on a ship to England, and he stayed away to just tie up some loose ends before he was going to join them. Well, tragically, the ship his wife and daughters were on sunk. And his four daughters didn't make it. His wife ended up being rescued and sent news to her husband. And as soon as Horatio heard this, he set sail to join his wife. 
And the ship, the captain of the ship that Horatio was now on, knew what had happened. And he told Mr. Spafford one moment to come up and join him because they were approaching the place where his, the previous ship had gone down, approaching the place where his daughters had lost their life. And that's when Mr. Spafford started to be able to write the lyrics of the song. He walked toward the grief, and he is able to trust that God was still present even amidst horrible tragedy. So that's your invitation today. Whatever you need to grieve, and there's been a lot of grief in the last two years. Might be from something from two years ago. Might be something from 20 years or more ago. Might be something from two weeks ago. You're invited to let God hear your grief as you sing. And if you just can't sing and you just need to sit in silence and talk to God on your own, friends, that's okay too. We grieve because we have loved. And if we don't love, we don't grieve. But for those of us who are following Jesus, a life of love is worth the grief. So let's sing. Amen.